0: Recovering Queen, the Queen fan podcast where we talk about
1: and play the songs we love with Jay, Matt, and Ian.
0: Welcome to Recovering Queen. Podcast where we take a famous or not so famous Queen song, do a cover version of the Queen song, and then talk about what we've learned about the methods and the madness of the greatest band of all time ever, Queen. My name's Ian, and with me, as ever, I'm Matt and Jay. Good evening, gentlemen. Ah, good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, Ian. Good and evening, Jay. gentlemen. And at which track are we going to talk about this evening? Oh,
1: it's an absolute classic, Ian. It's a, it's a classic beyond belief. Mm. It is the Brian Rocker, tear it up. Tear it up. The Brian May Root One well, Rocker. Or, or is it? Or is it? <laughs> okay, well, it, Jay, it, it's or it's is it?
0: it? It's definitely by Brian May. It's definitely a rocker. <laughs> and it was a uh, returning to the traditional Queen sound, wasn't it? Yeah, well, given, well,
2: well, I was thinking it could be... Tear it up, <laughs> why? Because, because, because we've all been to the the Freddie exhibition, not the exhibition. God, it felt like an exhibition. Mm. But of course, the the Sotheby's auction this yeah, week, which starts and this so, evening,
0: we believe. Ah,
2: so I know it was. Uh, I know it was a little bit uh, random to be talking about this, and obviously you can chop chop all this out. <laughs> um, but. Matt, you had a, you had an interesting point
1: about Brian May this morning. Mm, well, I noticed that he 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 posted about the auction going on while he's trying to save badgers, and there was something about you could tell he was very upset about the whole thing that somehow Freddie's life was about to be sort of dispersed to the four winds and never to be in the same place again. So he clearly was not giving. It his blessing.
0: Mm, and he mentioned uh, to the highest bidder as well. So he clearly wasn't happy with the method of distribution, which is by auction, which is by necessity, the highest bidder. And me neck, there's already some high bids. I mean, I quite fancied that Martin guitar, but that at the time of um, recording this was up to £70,000. I think it's going to go higher than that. Well, yeah, I mean, but there's, there's, there's no way I can buy that.
2: Yeah. And, I, and I, I was thinking because, you know, when I went there, I did feel a bit weird about it, but I, I didn't know if anybody else did or if it was just, just me because I felt a bit like rummaging through Freddie's things. And to the point where I bought the uh, catalogue at the end and then I got out of the shop and it, I felt, I felt, oh no, this is all wrong. And so I tried to return it and they said, I couldn't return it because once you'd bought it, you couldn't, even though I'd bought it quite literally one minute um, ago. Did they,
0: did and, they do uh, the and gavel I think I w- once you'd bought it? They'd go, and sold to the man. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's it. You were then committed. Just, just, as, as,
1: yeah, as each person walks out of the yeah. uh, the, the like, room, really. that that has um, to I, that has to be against your consumer rights. By the way, it has to. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, well, that. Well, actually, I've got, I've got to be honest. Uh,
2: Sal went in there and argued the point, and and, and they made some. They, they there's some notice that that they've got there on 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 show. I, st- saying I still that don't. Think, if you buy, it, don't think that to, you can't still bring
1: it back. That usurps your consumer rights. By the. I just can't do, can well, it? Or you could just hide that sign in any shop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so anyway, I looked it up the next day uh, when I wasn't feeling quite so bad about looking at, at all of Freddie's things. And Mary Austin said that, it was It was definitely Freddie would have loved this. He absolutely loves Sotheby's, and and she reckons that he would have absolutely loved this idea. Now, I know there's been hundreds of thousands of Queen fans, and, and I think most people have been really, really enjoying it. But I just wondered, um, yeah, what you guys made of it, well, I suppose. I, you were down the, the, the only
1: thing that irked me about Brian's um, post, really, was if he's that concerned about all, all of that stuff going to the four Winds. I know someone who's incredibly rich, and a lot and a lot of their wealth actually comes from exploiting the intellectual property of Freddie Mercury. So you would expect that they might be able to put in some good bids of their own. I mean, I won't name any names, but his initials are B-H-M.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, all the furniture and everything and the artwork, I, I think artwork, you know, they probably you know, deserve, deserve to be seen and, you know, hung up and in, and enjoyed and all that kind of stuff. It's the, the real queen stuff that I really fear to disappear. You know, there's notebooks that it was mm. open at one page and there was that one page, um, that I tweeted about with, that had Roger's tour drum kit, an early tour drum kit. I mean, just oh, wow. endlessly fascinating. And if those books now just disappear, or if they're bought by a private collector for God knows how much, you know, I think, to the whole Queen community, that information's possibly gone forever because if you look at the footnotes of every item, they are sold, but on on the condition that you're not going to financially exploit them in any way. So you can't, like, you know, buy, the, buy it all and make a Freddie exhibition or something, and you can't buy the book and make a book out of it. Well, not without going through Queen Productions Limited, apparently. So once those lyric sheets, once all that stuff's gone... Uh, mm. You know, I think I think that's it for the, the Queen world. We may never see them and never get to yeah, learn. That, yeah, that's interesting. In a it. Small
1: print, there, isn't it? I wonder what that actually means. It's quite hard.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, how enforceable that is if, if you've if you've bought something, but you, you I mean, you can you can have covenants on things, can't you, to say that you can't commercially exploit it? But, yeah. um mm, Well, who, I mean, who knows? it's fun, funny you said exhibition as well because so, something like that. How much would you? paid to go and see that obviously there would be fewer people attending had it been you know if you had to pay 25 quid or something to go into it i would have definitely been paying 25 quid to go and see that yeah yeah I'd, i mean without yeah, question i, I, I would I have mean, done. so yeah it's I, I had real real mixed feelings about it you know really nice to kind of I, learn learn a little bit more about freddie
2: yeah that's ex- exactly how i felt mixed feelings because some of it as you say was really really interesting and looking at some of the uh you know the lyrics to "Killer Queen" and, and "Bohemian Rhapsody" and, and and where they were written, and mm, yeah. and, and as you say, there, there's some real provenance, isn't there, to some of those artifacts? But then looking at you know maybe a, a pair of maybe they were worn, you know, chainers worn by Freddie, and I suppose they're iconic. But I don't know, they're just something, you know, that that I don't know, it just doesn't feel right no, to no, me. anything some, with his
1: DNA on seems a little bit like a little bit yeah. weird, doesn't it? But yeah, I'd. It was great though. I mean, I bumped into I bumped into Ben. Drummer extraordinaire yeah, that's from a few podcast was amazing. It's <laughs> yeah. just like we, you know, I've never seen him in the flesh before, but we recognized each other across the road. It was amazing. I felt really bad because I was almost at the front of the queue at that point after queuing for an hour and a half. But I just I just couldn't <laughs> let him in because there's obviously all the all the people behind <laughs> me that have lynched me. But yeah. I thought maybe I could if we had faster thinking, I could have gone, Oh, thank God you're here. I'm so sorry that you got stuck in a police barricade <laughs> or something. And then yeah. then it could have got him in. But yeah, it was
0: there was there some glaring where I was in the queue and um I think about two or three people joined about 10 people in front of me and you could all you know you could almost oh, feel man. the daggers the eyes going into I mean, there and they were it went so it totally went round sheepish.
1: the block more than once when I was there at one point somebody came to me and said where's the where's the end of the queue <laughs> when it's just oh, round there God. and went no that's the beginning it's like oh no <laughs> we were just following each other around the building and we're just n- never going in it was very funny uh, yeah yeah so, so, so there we go. That, that's that's uh, tear t- it up for you. Scores,
0: <laughs> scores well, for the ex, scores for the ex- exhibition. Oh, God. oh, well, it's, it's either ten oh. or one. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, well, same. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. It's yeah. It is a bit of a, it's, it's a funny one. It? It. Not, and, not and, sure. and, and
0: the whole the, the defense, you know, Mary Austin. It's all her stuff. You know, be- Freddie bequeathed it and trusted her probably more than anyone else to do the right thing. So, it's a difficult one if she says this is what he would have wanted. I mean, who, who, who could argue against that? Yeah, the
1: weirdest, I always think Mm. the weirdest thing is that Mary Austin used to be Brian's girlfriend before Freddie. Is that right? Yeah. Mm.
2: It, well, actually, I think it was just a couple of dates, wasn't it? Yeah, but I don't think it was. Still. Don't think it, I don't think they did it. I don't know. What well, I'm saying well that. let's let's
1: <laughs> analyse the lyrics to tear it up and see if. Let's find out. Uh, Excellent segue. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Can, so, I, so, can well. I? Can I? Before we start, <laughs> we finally got that. I got a quote from Brian about you know that puts tear it up into context. I've got his quote here. He says. I always got the most enjoyment out of the harder material. This is him talking at the release of the works. Actually, our new album is a lot harder, but I did fight to get it that way. We've done some fantastic over the top harmonies and lots of heavy things that we haven't done for years. The pressure has always been against me because not everybody in the band is into the same stuff as I am. (laughs) So yeah. So he goes, it's all what the result is always a compromise. So it's not as heavy as Brian, Brian wants it because it's, you know, it's a compromise. Mm.
2: Which, which is funny because it's as heavy as anything on Back to the Light in my book.
1: Yeah, well, it's heavier really in some ways. Yeah, so what I'm saying is given free reign, he didn't really go heavy. No, no. Particularly. But it is, it is definitely Brian's statement, tear it up, is, is it, actually I'm, I'm going to ask this question, is it tear up all the stuff that we've been doing on Hot Space, start again, this is us back as a simple rock band. Let's just tear it up, and that—that's his statement. I, I, I think it? that's
0: a fairly good, yeah, a, fa- a fairly good statement. That, uh, and you know, it doesn't open the album, but um, you know, it's well, track that- track two isn't it? Yeah. Oh, but it's a little bit. It's I, a little bit.
1: I thought it was a recipe uh, lyric. Oh, maybe. Oh, like, stir s- it like up. Tear it up. Stir it up. Break it up, like into the pot. Uh, no. Oh yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it is a
2: sort oh, of no, re- Jay.
0: No, make it up as you go along. Obviously, you cannot do that when making a <laughs> meal. You have to follow the recipe. So, uh, <laughs> are you ready? Yeah, shake mm. it out, and you can't go wrong. No, so, this is this is terrible advice for cooking. <laughs> I mean, it it could be about it could be a about
1: existentialism because it's got that I love you so near, I love you so far. Which is obviously about duality of existence, isn't it? Physical presence, but emotional and spiritual distance,
0: or 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 <laughs> is it just a complete root one? Those words kind of scan with with the with the uh, guitar riff.
2: I I I think that's probably right, isn't yeah. it? I, do, and also, Matt, sorry about. It, I, before you go into that, did did Brian write these lyrics? Because it sounds like they sound to me like a One Vision kind of, you know, Freddie. Maybe coming up with some of them because they do scan particularly well, they feel good,
1: don't they too yeah i think I think Brian's kind of just made them up as he's gone along what one of my favorite queen commentators <laughs> my, my, uh, said that she my- she said that it, it it could have been written by a four year old potentially even a five year old <laughs> and i thought that was really funny but yeah after the age of five even this would be a little bit embarrassing as a as a as a (laughs) lyric as a a lyrical entry it's a bit harsh harsh. harsh. but i mean it it is just it is supposed to be just out and out uh sort of rock song with uh, mindless it's a mindless Mindless. rock song no time for
0: sleeping baby we're not quite in the uh love token um world here but it it's just (laughs) You know, it's mm. sex, drugs and rock and roll, isn't
1: it? But make it up as you go along. That I think that is a nod to how Queen used to do things that they used to just have any old track and they just used to, you know, back in the old days, they would try anything. They weren't trying to do a disco album. They were trying to do any anything that came yeah. to them. Make mm. it up as you go along. And you better be ready for the new Queen that are back. Yeah. We're back. But- yes. Okay. I, I'm just going to pick out one lyric <laughs> and, and, and then we can move, move out. And that lyric is... Soon it's round your street. I'm creeping. You better be ready. It's 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 a little mm. bit uh, sexually aggressive and 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 disturbing. In Brian on dodgy parts. ground once again. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely. But yeah, what, what what did you make of it, Matt? You d- you did it. Um, it's it's like a really deconstructed um, fat bottom girls and tie your mother down. It's like it's that, but with no real riff. Because the riff is, in fact, the riff actually comes from Brian's improvisations on the Hot Space tour from, uh, from the ending of Fat Bottom Girls. He 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 occasionally played the da na 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 da na 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 at the end of Fat Bottom Girls. And in fact, it's kind of his Fat Bottom Girls mm-hmm. anyway, and it's but it's like there isn't a riff in there, and it's and it's there's nothing really to it. I, like, I, like I go back to Ian's quote of I pretty much did this cover in real time and it's it's the quickest one I've ever done. It's the quickest one I've ever done. None of the guitar solos were particularly tricky. I do like them, though. that They've got some nice little melodies in the um, they've,
0: they've, guitar they're, solos. They're absolutely Brian May, aren't they? His, as you said that, as you were explaining a few episodes ago, the, the pentatonic but with weird Brian May notes thrown in.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's doing nothing that we haven't heard from Brian before. And in fact, it's very similar to bits of the um uh yeah, even tie your mother down with that kind of low that he mm, kind of does yeah, that yeah. tie your mother down. And yeah, it's it's just sort of like a really deconstructed version of those songs and it's it hasn't taken his songwriting in any Particular direction with a it,
0: with a stadium stomp, much like we were rocky.
2: Yeah, dum da dum dum da
1: dum dum dum. I I, I, yeah. I really couldn't stand the production of the drums, so I I did change it up for my cover. Yeah, you've,
0: you've you've mixed it up a little bit, Matt. I like I like what you've done. It's kind of it sounds a bit more um, contemporary fied. If that's i not not sure what you've done, but you've kind of made it a little bit bounce along well, a bit nicer.
2: Yeah, I mm. well you you. You've changed some
1: of the melodies slightly, haven't you? As well, well, that's only because I like, was Well, nice. that's only because I'm absolutely nowhere near being able to sing them. In <laughs> the way, I mean, Freddie's the only great thing about this is it's it's one of the rock songs that Brian does, that's Brian's written that really suits Freddie's voice. But I think you know by the time you get to, well, I mean, there's a few after there, isn't there, on a kind of magic and things like that, where you're getting some of the rockers like Princes of the Universe and things like that, where Freddie's oh. voice is still imperial. In, in its delivery, but this is a it's a I mean he, he's got a great sounding voice on this.
0: Yeah.
2: Hmm. Do you think that AC/DC would have done a good cover of
1: this, or could do I a ju- good this? I, of I it? just think ACDC dc would have rejected the riff. It's not a good enough riff, honestly. I just I just don't think. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I, I don't. I've never heard an AC/DC riff that's as. That's a sort of nondescript as this one. I mean, it's just like na na na
0: It's like it just feels.
1: I mean, it does feel like a B-side or a, a or like a, a, a just a studio jam.
0: Yeah, and I've never noticed it before since you described that da 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 da. It it forces the drums to do a dum da, ka dum dum da, <laughs> yeah. cut which is yeah. Fat Bottom Girls, which is that yeah. curious kind of slow plodding. There's no way really to make it that exciting.
1: No, no, no. It's it. Yeah it's it's a curious one but it it's really remained in the uh live
0: it did amazingly thing, didn't it yeah yeah well it, they were opening with it on on the works tour which is astonishing so you can really see the you know the intention behind it was to you know blind them and deafen them in the first few songs they used to say didn't they but mm. to um to to open with it that's something it got shifted back um you know af- after that tour
2: yeah, I'm going to slightly disagree, or not disagree, but because see, I really like the the melodies in the verses. Uh, da, 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 da. I know they're that, very They simple, remind me of Headlong,
1: though, as well. It's got that up diddy diddy up diddy <laughs> yeah. do. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I do like them. I mean, I surprised myself. I actually do like them. I and I I do like the all of it. It's just the riffs. It, it's to me, it's like a half riff. Yeah so it is it is it is a riff it's just it's a demi riff or a semi riff where it doesn't quite so you get to the chorus and where it's normally with queen songs it's
1: about to go stratospheric mm.
2: it to me it's like oh we, we what we're doing here we're just doing a riff again
1: well and doing the classic Brian, let's just take it and a bit like last like I mentioned on last parabulus where you just you get the lyrics and then you just harmonize in, you know, three part harmony, tear it up, stir it up. (laughs) It's just like that. That's then becomes your, um, your chorus. It's it's a bit too obvious.
2: It, 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 yeah, and that's that's my main gripe with this song, is it just doesn't, well, I mean, I, it's still quite good, but it doesn't take off in the same way that most Queen uh, choruses mm. do. And so it's a funny experience thinking, for me, it's actually quite exciting when it comes on. And I think it's at the start of the album.
0: Yeah, second track. The first track, yeah. It's,
2: yeah, it's quite early oh, on, yeah. isn't it? Um, and I thought, yeah, yeah, this 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 is all right, this is all right. But then it didn't really go anywhere, and, and it seems quite short as well, which was probably not such a bad thing. Um. But I didn't. Th- I didn't think.
1: Yeah, considering it's got no like mid late really, it, or you know, it it it's it's one idea essentially. I think it feels quite long.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like
1: a, you know, it, you know, three minutes, three and a half minutes, where really
0: it's a kind of two and a half minute song. Kind of straight into a fairly lengthy guitar solo almost immediately, though, aren't we? Well, we don't we don't get the verse until one minute in. Yeah, no, exactly. So if you take away that in initial guitar solo, you're down to a two minute song. So there's there's not that much content in this song, really.
1: No, I, I I think as well that Brian is thinking that it's good enough that if if when they release Radio Gaga and it flops, that it's like this is the song that's going to reclaim our glory. Mm. You know, we're, we're, we'll. Obviously, the fans don't like the pop stuff or the disco stuff, and I've got I've got the rock track in the bag so yeah. that we can. It's it's kind of a bit chickening out.
0: Yeah, but, uh,
1: just, but I just it, it I, I to- agree with Jay. There's no payoff in that riff. It's the it's the lack of payoff in a riff. If you think of all the other kind of riffs that. That he does like, there's the payoff, or and there's the payoff again. It's like all the riffs have got, yeah, have got a second half where it kind of switches around and gives you that payoff, but this one doesn't, doesn't do it. Yeah,
2: I guess it's as I, I, I don't know if it was your in that mentioned we were rocky, but it's it's that kind of thing. Let's how much simpler can we get it, you know, it, and it's. For for songs like that it works because maybe because it's original and it's got a bit really of chibi or original. something. But yeah. but it but for this, I don't think it does as well. Yeah, as it well. is
1: maybe it's we will rock you as as kind of slightly distorted Brian's view that like he can get it more simple, but he's he's slightly accidentally gone the wrong way. It's not more simple than we will rock you and therefore pointless. <laughs>
0: yeah or it's 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 more simple in a worse way or it's it's i don't know it it just hasn't got what we were rocky's got which is a a work of unparalleled genius and this just definitely isn't (laughs) no now am i right in saying on the magic tour that
1: that brian plays the liar riff before going in to tear it up
0: Yeah, it's in a kind of weird medley at the start with Lap of the Gods Revisited, Seven Seas of Rye, then a weird lyre bit, crunching key change, and then into a shortened version of of Tear Mm. It Up. Yeah. Mm. You know, and and that's like, I think that's just after One Vision, I think. You know, curious way to cram in those songs then
1: yeah I, I mean it does work live doesn't it having that kind of thing and i, and I didn't particularly uh, when 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 i saw queen and adam lambert recently i didn't I, I wasn't particularly upset that they were playing tear it up i was a bit surprised it was so early on in the set when queen have got quite yeah. a lot of good songs that they could be playing yeah, yeah. in its stead
0: well yeah exactly well don't you remember i think episode one of uh, Recovering Queen. I mentioned Terry Up saying they'd played it on the Magic Tour and I would have preferred them to have played White Queen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or, or even White
0: Man. Or even I mean, White Man, yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> so should they have um, dropped Terry Up off of the works and put I Go Crazy on instead for an alternative rocker?
1: I think I Go Crazy doesn't quite have the production value, does it? There was always something where it's... It, it, I think
0: that yeah, yeah production-wise, it doesn't fit on the album as is. But had they, uh, you know, yeah. worked it mm. up a bit.
2: Well, what they should have done is is for- forgot about that the, that rock element and put in um, "Let Me In Your Heart" again.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that's exactly what they should have Which, done. Yeah,
2: because that's a beautiful song. Yeah, I An mean, amazing yeah. song. Yeah,
0: and that's Brian as Quo- well. With- I
1: mean, it's, yeah, that's when Brian's so much better, isn't he? When he's being more Paul McCartney and less Tony Iommi.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, th-
1: I think that's it isn't it he he just wants to
2: be perceived as something but he's already re- perceived as a rock god <laughs> and an amazing yeah. you know what more do you
1: want yeah it's funny but I all I'm, I'm, I find Freddy's rock tunes far more satisfying than Brian's that that's that that's the weird that's the weird thing isn't it about Queen like all, mm. all of Freddie's ones like Ogre Battle and Let Me Entertain You and things like that. They're they're so much more rocking and so I I, I much prefer <laughs> I much prefer them. Mm. Yeah, it's it's like Brian's always saying that he's the rocker, mm. and really he's not. He's a sweet he's a sweet man and that's a I think sweet, that's sensitive it. soul, isn't he? A it, yeah. sweet sensitive soul, <laughs> and I think that's why it doesn't work. It's it it's maybe just not authentic. However much he wants it to be authentic. Although in
0: his defence, we do have Hammer to Fall later on in the album, and that's a that's a bit of a banger. So. Uh...
1: Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Despite what I said, and I do apologise to listeners if I offended them <laughs> the other day, other week. I'm looking forward to your score, Matt, on this one. Yeah, well, I'm looking yeah. forward to yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, gents, it's it's about. Bearing, I, bear in mind, I go last.
0: Yeah, I think it's uh, hmm. about time we, we we got to that to uh, the scores on the doors for uh, for tear up. So um, after my shock of last week, I'll go. Um, I'll, I'll go first and for me this is just uh, it's not it's not good enough for queen <laughs> Just, just just, just, sound like a teacher. I think Brian. Brian's just given this. You've just. I actually got a little bit scared.
1: I got little sweaty hands. That's how much like a teacher that Ian was. Then it's just not good enough. It's like,
0: Uh, yeah. Well, it's just not. He's he's not worked hard enough. Of this, he has to see me after um, after school, and we'll have a few words. So, tear it up for me is a four. Jane, where are you going with tear it up? Um, Well.
2: It, 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 it well it's a 6 for me because it's uh i do, i do get quite excited i just feel a bit let down by the chorus that's essentially it in a nutshell i, I love freddie's um well he's singing on it it's it's it, it kind of works for me but and, and and i do get excited in the in the i do get excited when it comes on and i do get excited in the in the verses and the build up to it and then i just don't uh so yeah, I think six is, is, is as high as I can go on that six. one. But uh, Yeah,
0: mm. there we go. And Matthew, where are you going with the tear it up?
1: I, I think having covered it and realised just, yeah, that there isn't really anything there, I, I'm going to have to go with a three. Wow. Because I think, yeah, I, I mean, it's not, as good mm. as, it's not as good as Cool Cat on things like that, you know, or, mm. or things that I've probably given lower marks. I think we're probably being more generous these days with our marks. In fact, I know we are because mm. I've done the statistics. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> but but I think yeah, three. I think it's because we started getting in a race about who was going to be the least generous <laughs> coast.
2: <laughs> well, well, my, mine was something to do with the uh, the stick-on loser in the end. I think. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you'll be forever known for your ten for Mustafa, and your nine I'm, for Millionaire Walls.
2: Well, well, do you know what I've, I was? Yeah, well, that's another that's another. Podcast, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? oh, actually, <laughs> yeah, I, I
1: even got complaints about Millionaire's Waltz not being in the top ten to, today when I released that the Twitter score, the um, oh, the, the combined, combined scores score of well, the latest yeah. top ten, right? Well, because yeah, I thought that was shocking. That Show Must Go On is now is now number one, and I I can't see it, but I'm really can't see it getting beaten if it's beaten under pressure and Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, there's a couple, there's a couple of bangers left, is not there?
0: Yeah yeah, 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 it is a good song. Well have we well have we done Bijou yet no that's uh, <laughs> we are we are working on that coming up in a soon uh, in a, an episode very soon so here it is matthew's cover version of tear it up
1: Baby, let's have a party. It ain't no time for sleeping, baby. Soon it's round your street. I'm creeping. You better be ready. I love you for your mind, baby, give me your